Welcome to I'll Take Three, a movie treasure hunt. We are back again to break off a new theme. Um, our new theme is... Brrr, drum roll, please. I was already doing it. I don't know why. You already, you already did it. Um, movies to do with gambling, casinos, Vegas, anything of the sort. And I am your host for today as we cover the movie California Split. My name is Alex, and I am joined by two lovely hosts. The one, the only, Jacob. I am the only Jacob in the world. No other Jacobs are allowed. I'll fight you all. <laughs> and the only the one, Kristen. Hi. <laughs> There's a thousand, a million, a bajillion Kristens out there. That's but a lot that, of Kristens. Not that many spelled the way you used to spell. No, there's one at my work that spells her name just like mine. And she's going down! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes, so this is my pick, my theme. Um, movies to do with gambling, stuff like that. So... I guess I know we kind of mentioned this on the last episode, but just to give some context about why I picked this theme is I find gambling movies to just really pull me in. And um, I got on a kick last year. I watched a couple and then I just like started watching every gambling movie that I could find for like four or five movies in a row. Take a break, do it again for a few movies and stuff like that. Um, there's obviously some big ones I still haven't watched, but um, I've hit a lot of them. And what are the big ones you haven't watched? I haven't watched The Hustler. I haven't watched The Cincinnati Kid. They mentioned that in this movie. Some of the older ones I haven't watched. Um, the Color of Money, the which is a sequel to The Hustler. Um, the original, um, The Gambler. I haven't seen. I've seen the remake, which isn't all that good, but I haven't seen the original one. The one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the trailer for that when I was trying to figure out movies, and I was like, this movie looks like shit. Yeah, well, it's not very <laughs> good. Um, And I have not, not watched. There's another one that um, is more recent. Oh, shoot, I can't remember. Is it the one with uh, Oscar Wilde? Or not Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wild. Isaac? No, I did Oscar watch Oscar. that one. That one was terrible, too. Was it terrible, too? I, see, I thought about choosing that one, but I was like, uh, it looks bad, too. I don't Didn't you watch that sense. movie? Maybe I did watch it. And I, remember I it saw it on bad. your letterbox once. <laughs> well, I watched it. <laughs> I forgot about um, it. So, yeah, I, I've watched a bunch. Um, there's a lot that I really like, uh, and the reason I picked this one, it, it's probably not my favorite gambling movie, but I think it captures gambling at the best of any movie that I've ever seen. Um, yeah. And it was funny enough to, the re- I ended up watching it. Like I probably would have just been like, oh, oh, maybe I'll get to this one day. But um, there, vulture.com put out a list of. Top- I was, I read that article and I was trying to find. Oh, really? Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Top um, gambling movies. 25, I think is what they did. And yep. This one was number one. And so I was like, oh, well, I got to watch this one. And it was on Amazon Prime, still is, for anyone who wants to watch it. And um, I watched it, and I really liked it. Um, there is a, a – re- It's they've never said it's an official remake, but it's really – it is a remake. It almost follows this movie um, thematically to a T it, called Mississippi Grind, which we mentioned last time. And has Ryan Reynolds and Ben Mendelsohn in it as the two leads. This does? Uh, 
Mississippi Grind does. Oh, okay. Where you're like, oh, oh no, like, I watched oh, the wrong movie. I watched the right movie. <laughs> no, Mississippi Grind, the remake. Um, Ryan Reynolds plays the Elliot Gould character, Charlie type. Not okay. not exactly the same. It's a, like they do different things with the movie. And then um, Ben Mendelsohn plays the George Seagal, um, Bill William type. Okay. And um, that came out in 2015? Yeah, not too long ago. The same people who did Captain Marvel did that movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's why Ben Mendelsohn's in Captain Marvel and stuff. But um, it's really good, too. But it's just not as... I don't think it works as well. There's it's just, You know, it's following a few more, like, oh, this is what Hollywood does kind of thing stuff a little yeah. more than this one. So anyway, that's I, a lot of... I, I want to check it out based on watching this. <laughs> yeah, I really like it still. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's probably an easier watch in this day and age just because it's more recent, so you don't have the 70s feel to it. Um, but yeah, so that's why I picked this movie. Uh, so my history with this movie, I guess I'll just go right into that, is... Well, no, 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 no. Before I go into that, um, what's your guys', I guess, history and, and feel for gambling-type movies? Look, gambling is fun. Gambling, when you watch it on movies or when you're in the casino, is fun. I like them all. I like it all. I will give you money, and you will take it, and I'll bet you on how much I put down for that money that I gave you. Okay? <laughs> you uh, bet on the money that you're betting? Yeah, exactly. I'm a double better. Um, I parlay that bet. So I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I like I like gambling movies. I like movies about like Vegas and you know cards and stuff like that. But I haven't seen that many of them. I, when I was looking up the list of like quote unquote gambling movies, um, mm-hmm. but I'm very into like the, the idea of cards. I guess anything to do with cards, I like. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. That's but, why you like Pokemon, right? Yeah, I'm super <laughs> into like playing <laughs> poker with Pokemon. Did you <laughs> play Yu-Gi-Oh? Pokemon. Or Yu-Gi-Oh! Monsters? Wait, that's Digimon. <laughs> I was thinking Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I do have some Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, girly. I you collected them for a little while, but that, I don't know if you ever watched I collected Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. I, I think I watched a couple of episodes, but I uh, collected... had them, yeah. Kristen had some, too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. I have a Blue-Eyes White Dragon, and I know oh, that's I do too. a good card. <laughs> yep. I think I do. I don't know where it is. The strongest one. (laughs) That's what they say, but I'm like, I don't know. Uh, And then I've got some. (laughs) I've got some more. I got it with my Pokemon cards, um, right now. But yeah, uh, I like gambling movies, uh, but I haven't watched a ton. Okay. Well, I like gambling movies because I can't gamble in real life. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard for me to put real money down. Like, my casino games I play on my phone, I'm fine with that. That's not my money. (laughs) That's fake money. It's okay. (laughs) So, like, the other day I was playing it, and I was, like, putting down, like, $5,000. Because I was playing blackjack, Mm -hmm. and every bet it was $5,000, which was fine. And I was like, quite cool, whatever. Which was fine. (laughs) But, like, I can't play real card table games, mainly because I'm not good at math, first off. And secondly, I get so nervous, I can't. (laughs) concentrate on playing <laughs> that's funny so i stick to um slot machines so those are my thing 
Yeah, I or like way the more. digital blackjack tables because they do the math <laughs> for you. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I prefer that's a good the, point, t- the real games. I like gambling too, but I have a hard time doing it, and so I can live vicariously through the movies. <laughs> that's exactly what I think. Yeah, like why I like it because I love watching the oceans movies because they're just so like mm-hmm. it's I'm diving into a life that I will never <laughs> live yeah. so it's like i get to see how cool it would be to be able to you know gamble I yeah totally and everything because i can't do it in real life <laughs> money 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 yeah so then the, my history of this movie i think i've pretty already mentioned it but though but i watched it um as i was going on that kick of gambling movies and I haven't watched it since. Um, I think I watched it while Kristen was in um, Boise watching Garth Brooks, actually. And uh, I thought about it, though, a lot. And uh, I mentioned this last week when we were announcing the theme. But um, I was, th- I was like, thinking between this and Mississippi Grind. Because, t- to me, that's, like, the best capture of gambling is those two movies. And... The Mississippi Grind one, it just didn't feel as good. And I watched one scene from this movie. And I was like, okay, it's got to be this movie. And we'll talk about that scene. Um, but yeah, what about you guys? Had you ever heard of this movie before? Because I know you guys hadn't seen it. No, I've never heard of this movie before. The only uh, California split I heard of is uh, the theory about the earthquake in California breaking off on the ocean. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't know if they played that game right. <laughs> I thought they did. You thought they did? Yeah, it made sense to me. I thought they were really supposed to say hallelujah when they got it exactly right. Oh, were they? No, yeah, they I were. That's what they were doing. I felt like they were saying hallelujah and they should have been saying amen. Oh, true. interesting. Because I feel like amen was barely used. Well, they would say amen when things were kind of right. Doesn't yeah. make you say amen. Anyway, that is from Freedom this week, um, which is <laughs> something you guys will hear about in a few weeks when it is not from Freedom this week. <laughs> but if you listen to Check the podcast Freedom, they played a game to do with hallelujah and amen. Okay, <laughs> well, let me give a little backstory for this film. Um, this is a Robert Altman directed film. Do you guys know anything about Robert Altman? Yeah, his name's Robert Altman. Mm-hmm. And he directed this movie. Okay, very good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he he was a pretty um, prolific director. Oh, I know one more thing about him. Uh huh. His birthday is the day after mine. Oh yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> um, he was a five-time nominee for Academy Award for Best Director, um, but he he. Uh, oh my god. Did he win? That's a good question. Doesn't say on this. He part. directed Popeye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I like how this podcast podcast is just us reading the Wikipedia page. <laughs> like at the same time. Well, I was going to say um, what he's really known for, because um, he's also done just for people who don't know much about him. He did Popeye. <laughs> he did MASH, <laughs> the movie MASH, not the TV, sh- TV show. Um, McCabe, McCabe and Mrs. Miller. The Long Goodbye, Nashville. Those are his most famous movies. And what he's really known for in his films is 
he does a lot of overlapping dialogue in his movies, um, which is very present in this movie. Um, and I think it gives it a very realistic, like you feels like you're really living in this world of what's going on. Yeah. Or if you have a really short attention span, you felt very overwhelmed. And was like, everybody needs to shut up. Like, these well, guys this movie are talking. was made in the 70s, you know. Be quiet. They're talking. I need to focus on them. Stop doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> is that how you felt, Kristen? Yes, that's how I felt. I think one of my notes is talking about that. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and he'll do a lot of, like, zooming in and, um, you know, kind of just setting, settling on, you know, the characters, but then, like, putting them in their spots and just set, staying there. That's interesting. Um, the other, some other interesting things about this movie is um, it, it was written by um, Joseph Walsh. And when he f- was first putting the script together, he co- was co-writing it with Steven Spielberg, who was a young up-and-coming filmmaker. Hey, does uh, anybody call Spielberg? Hey, come on, Spiel, come on! Or, well, call him Spielberg, but say that to him. Come on, Spielberg! <laughs> they don't call him, come on, Spielberg. <laughs> I hope they call him, come on, Spielberg, come on. Hey, here comes, come on, Spielberg. <laughs> but, um, and he was originally going to direct the film as well, but it was taking a long time to get the movie made, which makes sense. It's not a, like a very, you know, oh, this is going to be a hit type movie, obviously. Um, and then he ended up dropping out as he got w- worked on um, his very first film, The Sugarland Express, Spielberg did. So Robert Altman um, got the job and directed it. The, uh, the film stars um, George Seagal as Bill slash William. And then, um, oh God, Elliot Gould as Charlie there are the two two main leads. I very much uh, enjoyed Elliot Gould in this. I only knew him from Friends as being Monica and Ross's dad. Oh, so really? So this is very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. His, his movies that he did when he was younger, he was like super captivating yeah. actor. Totally. Um, the studio didn't really know how to market this movie either. I read. And so it only ran for a few weeks. Um, but it, it made $5 million in those few weeks. It was not a very, you know, big, big blockbuster type film either. Um, and it didn't really, it was kind of almost a forgotten film for a long time because it came out before the time of VHS and, um, video release and stuff. And then by the time that came, that became a thing, um, it didn't get published because it had music rights issues. And so they finally released it on DVD in the early two thousands, but it was um, edited out a lot of the music pieces, which the music's not even that big of a thing in the movie. Yeah. I can't even tell you any songs that are in this movie. Yeah. But you have the George Seagal song, what you gonna do when the rent comes round. And then at the end of the movie, you have, the piano player at the casino. Um, so yeah, and her little so one-liners. Uh-huh. Um, and then finally, in around the 2020, around the time the pandemic was set set in, you know, um, Amazon Prime put it out fully unedited. Uh, well, not fully unedited. <laughs> but, <laughs> as it was originally Just all the D-roll with all and the, all the... Uh... <laughs> the music was back in it. Um, 
So yeah, let me give a brief synopsis of the movie, unless you guys had any other facts about it. Nope. Okay. So the um, synopsis, a carefree single guy named Charlie uh, rooms with two lovely prostitutes, Barbara and Susan, and lives to gamble, along with his glum betting buddy, Bill Denny. Charlie sets out on a gambling streak in search of the ever-elusive big payday. While Charlie and Bill have some lucky moments, they also have to contend with serious setbacks that threaten to derail their hedonistic betting binge. Also, Jeff Goldblum's in it. <laughs> yeah, for like two <laughs> seconds. A very, very young Jeff Goldblum. I, I freaked out, and I was so disappointed when it was never in it again. <laughs> I wrote down what Kristen said when Jeff Goldblum made his appearance. Okay. Do you remember cool. what you said, Kristen? I think I was like, well, well, well. <laughs> you, you said, hello, hello. Oh. Hello, hello. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> He's very good looking, so I I can't blame her. <laughs> Love Jeff Goldblum. He's in his zaddy stage right now. What is zaddy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something. And he's in it. Something I can tell you daddy, that much. Right? Yeah, but it's What's above daddy. Oh. Um, speaking of like zaddy, like um, I saw this TikTok of someone. It was. At an event that Pedro Pascal was at, a lot of Pedro Pascal stuff comes up on my TikTok because I heart so many of his uh, stuff about him. So, (laughs) but um, there was one that came up and they were like, people in the audience were cheering and stuff. And then as it was dying down, someone was like, I, Papi Chulo. (laughs) And it's like sexy daddy. (laughs) And it like made him laugh. (laughs) That's funny. Pedro is a sexy daddy. He is. He's very attractive. Thank I like you. Pedro Pascal. And Goofy. Oh, shut up about Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, and this movie, I know we said 70s, just so everybody, it came out in 74 is the time period for this film. How, Go ahead, Jacob. I don't know what I was going to say. How oh. high do you think uh, everybody was in 74? How high were they? <laughs> They were so high, guys. I didn't the have late sixties is when they were really high, right? I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> Good point, Jacob. Thank you. Um. Was, oh, something else really interesting about this movie. In 2021, Joseph Walsh completed a screenplay for a sequel entitled "Lunch with Bill and Charlie," um, oh. and the film would have reunited the two actors. Um, but when George Seagal died, he instead posted the screenplay online and released a tribute video um, to the to the pair. Yeah, um, there was a, when I was watching this movie today, that scene when they were in the breakfast and they were getting Fruit Loops and stuff like that. I was uh-huh. I was like, man, this reminds me so much of Dinner at Andres. And I was like, man, I could make this movie. Uh, and me and Kyle used to talk talk about. Uh, making a movie similar to a dinner at Andre's. And when I saw yeah. that in the Wikipedia page that they wanted to do like a sequel that was basically yeah. dinner at Andre's, I was like, oh my God, my thoughts are all connecting at once. Wow. <laughs> I never seen that movie. It's very uh, simple, but it's very good. I'm going to have to check it out someday. Okay. All right. You guys ready to jump in? Yes. Yeah. I might need to take a break though for a second. Okay. We'll be back after these messages. And we're back. (laughs) 
So uh, we're ready to break off three things each about the film California Split. And I will kick us off, I guess, since this is my episode. Um, my first thing is I just wanted to talk about the friendship between Charlie and Bill and the chemistry between the two leads. That's my one of my things, by the way. So. Oh. Shared. We share that one. Y'all are cute. Oh. Just like, just like, what are the characters' names? Charlie and Bill. Just like Charlie and Bill. So cute. <laughs> it's fun because you get to see them meet each other and then hit it off. And then they just, they're best buds right away. You can tell. I legitimately was like, uh, when I, that first scene of them at the the game mm-hmm. thing, poker table. I poker thought table. that. I thought they were working together. I thought they knew each other for like the yeah. first like 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> I smelled collusion. <laughs> but then it's like I was so confused and I was like they knew each other? Like they didn't know each other. What is going on? Yeah. So real quick to uh, um, open up a tab really fast. The We talked about the overlapping dialogue. That first scene when they're all at the poker table and there's so much going on where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. <laughs> that whole thing, that was fine. It's when they got to the house and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, at that point, I was like, there's so much going on that I can't keep uh, up on what's going on. And then, like, a couple notes down, I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the... um. The the whole thing and then at the bar is when, you know, it really gets set in. Both show up to this bar separately um, after this poker game has gone wrong. And they, um, I love when he's like, um, hey, I've got to buy this man a beer. He helped me win some money. He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I already got a beer. And then Charlie starts talking about betting on basketball and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you bet on basketball? He's like whatever's going and he's like just action right and you could tell they're just yeah. you know compulsive gamblers and then he's like you sure you don't want a beer he's like of course i'll take a beer yeah <laughs> and then they're ready to just be friends after it that it kind of reminds me of uh me and the produce guy at my job when he because co- every time he comes in we talk sports you know and mm-hmm. so we were talking uh this morning about uh if the titans were gonna trade up to the number three pick or not you know just like shooting the shit yeah just randomly and what better way to become best friends than getting plastered together, too? <laughs> <laughs> so I love, Kristen was trying to figure it out today, but I love the $20 says you can't name the seven dwarfs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I wrote down the seven <laughs> dwarfs. Yeah. It was so funny. And they start going through it and uh, the whole Dumbo thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just Flash really fun. Like sky. It feels like a real thing that. You know, two guys would do at a bar. Yeah, yeah it seemed very real. The dialogue was seemed natural and real, and uh, mm-hmm. they they did a great job playing it off. Like they, uh, uh, you know, the chemistry together, and uh, uh, both getting to know each other, as well as later on being friends. And you know, when they are like, "You gotta get away from me" and stuff like that. You know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you could tell they they love each other really mm-hmm. like there's just such, such great camaraderie um yeah Kristen, what were you gonna say what, on your item with this um just how good a chemistry these actors had 
I mean, I don't know a lot of what each of them have done. Like, Mm -hmm. besides, like, what Jake talked about earlier with Elite Gold being in Friends. And I only know George Seagal from uh, the Goldbergs (laughs) as the grandpa in that. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. as the the, uh, baby daddy in Look Who's Talking. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's also the the boss in Just Shoot Me. If you ever watched oh, that. Oh, I don't remember oh, wow. that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever watched that really. Yeah. But um those are the only things I knew for him from and I thought he was awesome in the Goldbergs. Like he was like one of the best characters and I was mm-hmm. like heartbroken when he passed away cuz they had to like kind of like write him off in a way and it was so sad cuz all the actors like just they all loved him. Like he was just yeah. like the coolest person, which would be super easy to get to know and have chemistry with like i'm pretty sure that was easy with him and elliot gold like they just hit it off and they were able to pull this friendship off of playing these gambling buddies yeah i i read too that um the uh as they started filming elliot gold is you know playing this just quick guy mm-hmm. doing a lot and george seagal was like man i can't keep up with this and robert altman had to tell him like that's the point that you're doing good job. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's funny. He almost uh, has a Jeff Goldblum vibe. Elliot Gould's character. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He's they're great. Um, yeah. I mean, his whole, the, you mentioned how um, good you think he is in this movie. Everything with the lady on the bus on the way to the horse racing track. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. <laughs> You with know, that afterwards. Egypt, uh, what was it, Egyptian... Egyptian uh, femme. Femme, yeah. Uh, and then I love the whole thing after th- in that that scene uh, with the lady on, after that horse track and they bet on the horse and actually wins. Mm-hmm. And the, she starts throwing oranges at him and he's like, don't throw oranges <laughs> on an escalator. <laughs> yeah, like it's a known thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love too when he... Um, when bill decides to go to the horse racing check and he's leaving work and, yeah um he's like tell him tell him tell him whatever, whatever you, you like want. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that's good to you. Just yeah there's a lot of very funny dialogue in the movie um the oh gosh the um the part when they go to the we could talk about it but um they go to the uh house with the gifts and stuff uh, and then they show up and pretend to be cops after that too. <laughs> like that's yeah. all really funny. Yeah, I was a little confused about that. What was happening there? I might have missed something um, with the uh, female characters. What were the Barbara and what was the other one? Susan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Helen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Helen. Yeah, I think I missed where Helen came into it, and I, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Well, she but, was just um, um, somebody who was paying them to go out to oh, eat. Okay. And it that's wasn't they, somebody they were like, we you guys... already. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I thought that was part of it, and I was missing some extra element uh, to it. And the the last thing I'll say about their friendship too is even when they go through that rough patch where Charlie has gone to Mexico and left Bill to, you know, be like the sad gambling man who's losing all his money, and then yeah. he shows up and they're mad. He's mad at him and stuff, but then. Um, Charlie's like, have, have I ever shown you the one-armed piccolo player? 
And then he does the little trick where he yeah. gives the piccolo to his finger through his pants like it's his penis. And Bill just dies laughing. And then that's it. You know? Yeah, they're back together. The hatchet's buried. Yep. Yeah. And so they do a great job making them seem like real friends. And they go from meeting each other to best friends. And it feels authentic. And it all happens in just like an hour time. Yeah. I agree with all of that. All right, I went on a lot on that. Do, do you guys have anything else to say about the, those two as actors or characters? I don't think so. No, I haven't seen George Seagal in anything, mate, like, you know, and uh, when I was looking mm-hmm. at his Wikipedia, so many of the old items that I definitely have not seen and, like, movies that I've seen remakes of, but definitely have not seen the original of which he was in, you know, so. Yeah. Um, this is uh, kind of a first experience with him, and it was a good experience. I liked him a lot. Um, it's almost like when we watched Point Break, and I was like, oh, this is uh, uh, Patrick Swayze? I couldn't, I was, yeah. forgot his name. <laughs> like, dang, uh, I should watch Patrick Swayze. I should movies. watch Patrick Swayze. That's kind of what this was. I was like, I should watch this guy in some movies. Um, yeah. Type, type of vibe. Um, but yeah, Elliot, Elliot Gould, I loved him. I was like, man, I want to watch him in the lead, as a lead instead of just as... <laughs> You know, yeah. a part-time character and a thing. So. I've heard, so the another movie that came out right around this time from Robert Altman also is called The Long Goodbye, and Elliot Gould's the lead. I've heard that one's really good, too. Long Goodbye. Do you know what, if it's a, uh, if it's a gambling movie? No, it's not. Darn! It's like, a, it's like a, the whole description of it is, like, crazy. Here, let me go look it up. Because it tells you, you know how on Wikipedia it names off the um, genres? Yeah. It says, it's a 1973 American neo-noir satirical mystery crime thriller film. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> and the the poster of it is just like this. Wow, look at that. Yeah. For those uh, audio listeners, which is 99% of our uh, listenership here, uh, it's a poster. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've never seen it either. I want, I'd like to watch it. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do that sometime. Um, but yeah, that's about all I had on their on their relationship uh, with that. What's your first thing, Kristen? Um, my first thing is gambling. <laughs> Just gambling. Um, so let's go through this. Can we name all the things they gamble in this movie? They, yeah, they do a lot. Well, I don't know yeah. if we can because they. One of my things, which I don't, I don't know if we just want to kind of put it in, is they gamble on everything. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, well, go, Kristen, you talk about the gambling first, and then we can go to that. <laughs> um. Well, my gambling, or why I put gambling, I just because that's the, what it's, the movie's about. But also, just like, what's your guys's favorite type of gambling? Um. I like I really have a favorite game or whatever. Yeah. I I prefer table games as far as gambling on any, on anything. I do like to gamble on sports a little bit, but table games is my favorite and specifically craps. It's just the excitement of craps um because you have so much camaraderie unless a lady comes around and decides to bet on the 7 when everybody else is betting on you know the the number that's $1. Set. Yeah. Um, it's just so exciting. Like everybody's rooting for each other. And, um, when there's a hot dice going, like it's so exciting. 
and you can make money fast and craps when that happens but of course then you can lose money really fast and craps too but uh, yeah that's my favorite i like blackjack i like table games as well uh, i don't play poker I don't really know craps. Alex taught me a little bit recently, and I understood it a lot better than I ever did. But still, it's a little <laughs> tricky. Uh, There's a lot going on on a craps table. That's for sure. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm not a huge slot guy or, like, machine game guy. Because I feel like they're designed by humans to make money. You're not going to win, you know. So it, I, I, don't just, I just don't trust it. Where I trust the cans a little bit better because at least it's chance, you know, a little bit. But yeah, I like blackjack. Well, earlier I said I like slot machines more than table games because I get nervous and yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I kind of felt like that way about slot machines before because it's kind of like they could program it to like Mm -hmm. have like the big wins and whatever. But like... Me and my friend Alyssa went to the casino a couple weeks ago, and um, we went in with a specific amount of money. I think it was like, what, $60, $80, I think. And mm-hmm. we we're like, okay, this is all we're pay- playing with. Like, this is it. And we both, we tried the blackjack, the digital blackjack, whatever, the virtual one. And, like, we did okay on that. But then we started playing slot machines. And we were losing. And then all of a sudden, we both started winning a lot. And then mm. I ended up walking out with, like, $150, I think, or something like that. And Alyssa won her money back after almost losing all of it. So, like, it's just interesting how, like, the slot machines can go either way. Like, yeah, yeah. it just depends on the, what is it, the odds of it. Like, because, like, <clears throat> we were moving from machine to machine, and, like, we went to this Willy Wonka one of all of them, <laughs> which is funny because they had, like, the mini games and stuff on it. And we both hit, like, the big mini games on them, which was really weird yeah i feel really like mini play. games are ones that usually with like that buffalo game uh that's one i like to do uh whenever we go to vegas and i feel like i i do pretty well at that one but every other game that i feel like i suck cool. on. i like yeah. that one um, i do want to like play table games though like i do but it's just so hard <laughs> you should you should do roulette like that you know, yeah i was gonna say well, roulette's really going fun to have too to because we're going to vegas soon and Alyssa wants to play table games because she's never been to Vegas, like, mm-hmm. like when she's over 21. <laughs> I think she went there when she was, like, a teenager, but, like, this is, like, her first, like, real trip to Vegas, and it's, like, she wants to do, like, the table games and everything. I'm like, oh, I guess so. Like, let's, we could try. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be the best. <laughs> I mean, we'll be the r- best because roulette, like, you can bet on the numbers, too, if you want, or if you're just, like, I don't know what I'm doing, you could just bet on red or black. You know, yeah. yeah I love right. the idea of just like I want to put fifty on black, or you know, just love that mm-hmm. idea. Just, nah, just do it. It's fun. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's let's talk about what all the things they gamble on in this film because it's a lot. So, so you've got poker. poker. First. Oh, what do you guys think about the poker video narration thing? I the thought narration. that was a fun way to. <laughs> I got lost uh, in the directions. Uh, like, my second uh, note is I'm lost in these already. Like, <laughs> I said, what an interesting way to start a film with the most boring narrator I've ever heard. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, poker, yeah. Then they talk about betting on basketball a couple oh, times. Wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait. 
Sorry, real quick. My other favorite type of gambling is bingo. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> bingo is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, because we live we live near a um, Native American reservation where they have a casino and they do bingo. Bingo's big. I just it's like the best. Like everybody just has like a ton of fun. I used to go with my grandma and stuff and she was like a hardcore bingo player like she had like her whole setup she'd get like the machine <laughs> and you'd get the she papers. had her same seat right yeah same seat like everybody knew she sat there like because she'd go there just regularly Religiously. every weekend like everybody knew not to sit there because that's where she sat and like <laughs> i'd go there and i'd be like having fun and everything and she's all like double checking my work <laughs> like making sure i'm like daubing all the numbers and stuff and i'm like grandma i'm fine like and then she would find funny. a mistake and yeah <laughs> this is serious business yeah it was it's the best i think bingo is fun yeah bingo but is that's fun. another one i forgot about that i like bingo okay you got poker they talk about betting on basketball they do bet on basketball. One guy, one guy hustles. Oh yeah, actually playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they bet on naming the seven dwarfs. Yep, of course. That's a bet. <laughs> <laughs> they bet on horse, horse racing. racing. Charlie talks about betting on dog racing. Mm-hmm. Um, they bet on boxing. Yeah. They bet on roulette. They bet on craps. Roulette, craps, poke with. Yeah. Um, blackjack. Blackjack. Charlie they bet plays on some, plays a little bit. He got a few nickels to play slots. They, they bet on a fight and a fight. Oh, yeah, that's Between true. a lumberjack. <laughs> and a suit. Um, is that it? I think that's it. Um, they bet their lives away as they gamble away all their money. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Bill really bets against the guy collecting his money because <laughs> yeah. he owes money to somebody. But he's so nice. I love that. So his name's Spark. <laughs> I love his lingo, too. He's like, come on, babe. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the California dudes. Yeah. Or uh, what do they call? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, I, remember? I love to. He's like, you showed up here. Not even dollar one. You <laughs> keep saying dollar one. I'm like, I've never heard that phrase before. <laughs> you could be in the story. Oh, yeah. you know what's probably something else they bet on too is Charlie bets that this mugger is going to be okay only getting half the money. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like, come on, man. Twice in one, twice in two weeks in a row. Yeah. Two days in a row. Was it two days? That's in a funny because, yeah. like, one of my notes, I was like, they got to stop taking so long in parking lots. <laughs> like, <laughs> just go and get in your car and leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I love you. You really get a feel for, like, the highs and lows of gambling in this movie. Yeah. So the horse there. racing was interesting because I, um, my grandma, my grandma, my grandma was a big gambler too. <laughs> It was the same grandma who did the bingo, but she used to like going to the horse races at the fair and stuff. Yeah. When the paramutual races and she'd bet on those and it was just fun because I would just go hang out with her while she was there and she'd always like, 
ask me what I wanted, like what horse I thought and stuff, and she would just bet on what I thought, and which was cool. Yeah, cool. was a lot of fun. I haven't done that in a long so time. There's a question they ask in this movie <laughs> at one point. He asks, do you remember the first bet you ever made? Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> do you guys remember by chance? I don't remember. It's something with Alex. I bet you five bucks I can do this, you know? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just some stupid be. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet you I five dollars I can eat this worm, Alex. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll let it wriggle in my mouth for five minutes, though. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> All right, cool. Anything else about do the... You, do you guys remember the first time you gambled in, like, uh, like a casino? Yeah, it was at the casino in Fort Hall um, when I was 18, and it was back. Or it might have been. No, I was 18. No, I was 19. I think I was 19 when I came back and visited and that's when i went to the casino for the first time nice no i was 18 it was when i came back for chase's graduation if you count those coin pusher games at the fair (laughs) i was young (laughs) any game at the fair is a big gamble so like (laughs) your first legal gamble (laughs) well i was uh, above the age of 18 of course (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm not 100% sure. It had to have been Vegas with whenever we went when I was after I had turned 18. Yeah, cuz you no, you you and you came here and went to the casino with us for my bachelor party. Was that okay. the first time you went to a casino? Yeah, yeah, it was the first time I went to a casino and I got hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and you won too, didn't you? Didn't you win uh, on the like, Iron on Man the bird, game? Yeah, on the Iron Man one, yep. Yeah, did good. I was like, oh, yeah, this is what gambling is? All right, I can do this. <laughs> and that's what happened. That's the problem. Then we go to okay. Vegas, and Jacob's like, what the fuck? <laughs> why, am I, why am I currently sitting in my house placing parlay bets about yeah. how, many, how many touchdowns are going to be scored in the Super Bowl? This makes no sense. I'm like, Jacob, oh, stop betting parlays. And he's like, yeah, I know. And then he's like, how about this one a week later? <laughs> And it looks good every time. <laughs> oh, I'm always man. just one away. All right. Um, that was both your guys' first ones, really, right? Yeah, gambling on it. Bet on anything is what I had. Right well, mine was, I didn't, did I say mine? The chemistry mm-hmm. one, was it? No, I mean, gambling with your first time gambling. Yeah. Legally. Oh, yeah. What was yours? Well, it was with my grandma. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> yeah, I was with my grandma. I went and played bingo with her, and then <laughs> we went, we went and played slots after, and she uh-huh. just kept throwing money at me. <laughs> like here, keep trying this. Like keep. <laughs> she, and I kept she was losing. So excited, happy there. <laughs> yeah, she funny. was. She was like, "You're sharing my interest. Let's do this. That's awesome." Yeah. That's it's cool. like when Tariel wants to watch Lions football with me. I'm like, yeah, let's do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, cool. Um, so should I go next? Um, my next thing is I really wanted to talk about my favorite scene. So I just put, what is your favorite scene? Um, so I guess I'll start. Um, my favorite scene and what made it was the scene that I ended up watching 
when I was like trying to pick between Mississippi Grind and this movie is the scene when they go to Reno and they're getting ready to play poker and the seat's not open yet and they're talking through everybody who's at the table. Yeah. And like breaking I, down the table. I wrote that down. That's that my favorite one. scene. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wrote a whole little paragraph right there. It's like four sentences. Yeah. What does it say? It says, uh, it says, when they go to the big game and he does the play-by-play at the bar with the lady who's impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I know she says, like, nicely done or something nicely like done. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great because they talk through them. It's like, okay, here's your strategy for this person. Here's your strategy for this person. It's like, this guy looks like a walrus. What if we do about him? <laughs> and then when they talk about the um, the guy at the end, and he, he's like, oh, man, this guy. And he's like, oh, I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. Charlie gets all overwhelmed. <laughs> he's got that big, uh, that big wad of cash. And then, yeah, she, oh, I, I wrote it down. She said, you did very well, is what yeah. she says. Yep. She was impressed. <laughs> So, yeah, when I was, like, picking between the two, I watched the trailer for Mississippi Grind, and then I looked up California Split trailer, and the first video was this scene, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I want to watch this movie, because <laughs> <Yeah>. that scene <laughs> is so fun. Um, it's got, all, like, all the old all the old money in the town, basically, mm-hmm. at the, at this poker table, ready to $2,000 buy-in. Yeah, you've got, like, a rancher, a doctor an old doctor. doctor and that old doctor he tells like this long rambling story at one point and i'm like this is like what it is humoring an old person yeah <laughs> and he like shakes his head he's like yes and then you have um a legit gambling um star yeah Am- amarillo slim. slim yeah yeah um and i read in the trivia that um robert altman had george seagal bet some of his real money in a game with amarillo slim um, but George actually ended up winning because oh <laughs> he wanted him to, he wanted to ha- him to have the feeling of what it is to lose and just that, um, hopelessness, but he ended up winning. He's on a hot streak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's my favorite scene. I, I, I love it. It's just, it's cause you're, you've been along for the ride. This happens in the last third of the movie and you're like, you're so out for this game and it just, you're, you're so invested at that point too. It's yeah. So good. That was both my favorite scene and the I think the biggest disappointment for my, me in this entire movie was the fact that we didn't get to see more of that game. I wanted to see some yeah. like high stakes hands, you know. We didn't get to see any of it. Yeah, that's true. You find out he's like I'm up eleven thousand, and he's like yeah. I got up another seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. I I can kind of see like it would have been more exciting to see that, but yeah. I kind of like. I like that you're with Charlie. Like, you don't know what's happening. Yeah. And I think that's kind of fun in its own way. It's almost like the inverse of Uncut Gyms where you're in the box watching the game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, you have no idea you're out there doing nothing. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah, because Bill kicks Charlie out. He feels like Charlie's messing him up. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> looks like a... Kristen said it. She, he's like, it looks like a sad dog when you're trying to get your dog to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go, go go to your bed. Really? <laughs> cool. What, what about you, Kristen? What was your favorite scene? Um, well, I actually I like the ending scene. The crabs. When, like, yeah, when they like keep winning and winning and winning and all this stuff, and then like you can see like George Seagal's like his characters like 
I don't know, like, it's like a defeat, even though he's yeah. winning, you know, like, and then he goes off on his the own. The thrill is gone now, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, when he says, like, there was no special feeling, mm-hmm. and then he's like, I gotta go home, like, like, it, he knows that it's over, like. It reminded me know. a lot of that uh, Corey Brandon lyric, uh, like, the magic's gone once you've seen how the trick is done, or. Oh, uh, yeah, the real, the real magic is to see, oh, no, the real trick is to see the magic once you've seen the wires. Yeah, exactly. That's what it reminded me of uh, a little bit. It was just like, you know, it's so hard to see. The excitement was the chase, yeah. Exactly. And now, now it's you've gone. Done it, it's, it's, like, it's gone. Yeah. How do you still feel that excitement to go to yeah. these casinos and go do the dog track after all that? Yeah. It's like he'll never recreate that moment. Like, mm-hmm. I don't took, know. Like he sold all his stuff. He sold his car. Yeah. His backup he, was up against the wall. He w- had already went to his last wire with his guy he was borrowing money from, Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Like it was just sparks. Spark, and then he got money from Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. And then just seeing like him, just defeated of it. Like it just feels like he's done. You know, like. And it, I don't like, know. Jo- like um, not George. Um, Bill is he's both ends of the spectrum like he he's the one who went into debt he's the one who did all this stuff and then he is the one who's like okay well then what was it all for whereas charlie is just like i'm just here to have a good time i'm here to gamble i'm here to see what happens that's kind of why like like did you guys read that there was an alternate ending Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. yeah so there was like an alternate ending where they were like leaving the casino after they've won all the money and stuff and then like uh bill's getting into a cab or whatever they both are getting into the cab yeah yeah. they're getting into the cab but then as they're walking out um charlie ends up seeing these people who are like going back into the casino and he goes with them Hmm. instead of going with bill which i think that probably would have been a it makes the the theme a little clearer because it's kind of like charlie's just like a good time like you know I'm here for this, like, you know, whatever. And I feel like that would have fit their characters a little more. Because then, like, it just shows, like, the different spectrums of a gambler. You know, like, there's some of them that go so far that it's too much. And they've lost the joy in it, you know, or, like, the, like, there's Mm -hmm. no, like what he said, there's no special feeling. But then there's other ones, like Charlie, who just keeps going and doesn't know when to stop. They don't, they never go past the point of no return. Um so the thrill never goes away really mm-hmm. yeah um i was gonna ask you guys did you when because when this whole thing started especially the first time i watched it, obviously um, i was like oh man they're gonna lose it all at some point mm-hmm. did you guys think they'd end up losing yeah for sure well i, I think so i don't really remember what i thought at the moment i'm not sure and I, I thought when uh, Dude was playing blackjack and he kind of looked sad, you know, with his little pocket of mm-hmm. chips or whatever, I thought he had it was down to like 500 bucks or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then he hits the number on the freaking roulette, and then that's what gets him the big, big, big yeah. payout. Yeah. I loved the whole thing with Charlie trying to, like, peek over the dealers, and he's like, I'm going to bet this Milky Way. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the hard line, the hard line. <laughs> and now he's like, I'll take a million on the field and I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. Um, the whole craps 
scene too. I was just like, man, I want to go play some crafts. It's so funny. yeah. I was surprised that wasn't your favorite scene, Alex. <laughs> no, I love that scene, but the the breakdown of the table is just so. It's just a joy to watch. There's so that many scene. chips <laughs> on there. I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine being a a dealer on a you know no way. doing that work? No way. Too much math. Too much this that. You know, mm-hmm. I have a hard time. You know, I don't know. If I would say a hard time, but like just remembering having to deal with multiple customers at one point in time. You know. And mm-hmm. like, da, 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 you know, just too much. No, yeah. Thank you. All right. Not to Who's mention they're next? drunk. Come on. That's true too. Yeah. Um. So I guess my next one, uh, was so I've got, uh, hot streak and slash luck. Um, I wrote down rub Dumbo and superstitions. So like, uh, are there any like. When you guys do bet, is there anything like I know for me, I do I do do a lot of sports betting, and so there'll mm-hmm. be a lot of things where if it's a home game, I have to wear a home jersey. I can't wear an away jersey, and like stuff like that. Uh, especially if I have money on the game, I'm like, I don't know, I'm really weird about stuff like that. And like, um, if I love if the Dumbo pe- thing too in this, in yeah, <laughs> yeah, rub 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 Dumbo's nose. It'll make me feel better. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what about um, you guys? Do you have any uh, superstitions or luck or stuff like that? Well, since I don't play table games, like that's not a factor into this. You don't uh, rub do, the handle a certain way before you pull it in? No, when I do uh, the slot machines and stuff, like when I go to push the reels and stuff, like I'll wave my hand in front of the screen. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess I think it's a thing my grandma used to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like... Because she had, like, these super long... She had, well, they weren't super long, but she had, like, long, fake fingernails. And so, like, when she would be playing the slot machines, she'd, like, push the button, and then she'd, like... it's It was those old machines, too, before, like, the touchscreens and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, she would, like, push it and then swipe her hand across it, and you could hear her nails, like, hit the machine. And mm. I think that's just, like, stuck in my head. So, like... For me, it's like a superstition of because my grandma was really lucky too, like all the time, like because she gambled so much, which is a lot of like you probably you guys only ever heard the stories probably of her luck, yeah, more so than her luck. I mean, she did win like every weekend. She always would win at least like a thousand dollars a weekend, but I don't know how much she spent to get that thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. So, but she would win all the time, and so like because me and my grandma are so close and stuff like that to me kind of like her like i'm like grandma give me luck like because i'm like trying to (laughs) like bet and everything like it's just a thing i do like i just swipe the screen real quick it's like a connection Mm -hmm. i like it um this probably doesn't surprise you guys but no i'm not superstitious he's not he's not such a a loser (laughs) (laughs) you don't like uh you don't like so sometimes I'll be like watching a game and I'll have like walked out of a room and something bad will happen. But well, I can't leave the room now. I have to stay in here the whole time. No? No, but I don't think anything like that, no. <laughs> well, That's see, funny. I think I think the problem is you don't believe that your life has as much value as mine does. My life is going to impact this game, okay? 
me staying in this room is going to impact this Detroit Lions football team who are across country <laughs> playing this other team. Uh-huh. You know. There's an extra tilt on the planet Earth that's exactly they can change. Well, I presence. think that my magical swipe of the screen is gonna change whatever. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I'll, I do have like just habits, but they're not like oh, this is gonna affect things. But like, I yeah. I like to stack my chips certain ways. Like, I'll do stuff like that. But I yeah. don't think it means anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> More like uh, I like to just... wear a Jaguars jersey when the Jags are playing, but that's just because I want to support the team. <laughs> so boring how do you even live your life <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that's we've talked about this before but like astrology i don't care about any of that none of that is in, of interest to me <laughs> oh gosh whatever astrology Ooh. is awesome i fit <laughs> my sign okay everything about my sign is true about me I, do you guys' uh, moon faces match up or whatever? Oh, no, we don't match up. No, one one of ours is a sliver like this, and the other one is the whole one like this. So if it was only on this side, it would, uh, but it's not. <laughs> dang. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what were we test? Who's we were doing my thing, which is luck and oh, okay. superstitions. superstitions. Yeah, I don't believe in luck or anything. Well, it also had to do with, like, his hot streak and, like, how he was like, you're bad luck, you need to go away, you know. It also yeah. had to do with that. Um, I, I definitely do feel away. like you can have momentum. And I yeah. think it affects, but I think more, like, logically about it. I know I sound like a buzzkill. But to me, it's like the way that you bet when you are winning is different than the way that you bet when you are losing. Well, here's the thing. Is it like a placebo type thing, you know? And... If you are bringing those superstition thoughts where you believe you're bringing the luck, are you bringing that placebo effect of, you know, in Harry Potter when, uh, when he, he when pretends Ron, to, when he pretends to put the luck, liquid luck in Ron's thing and he plays amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah. Harry Potter is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good That's point, funny. Jake. I think that like him being on like a high of his betting and everything is something that like the last when I was talking about the last time I went to the casino and I actually won and got my money back in some more of it Mm -hmm. like I was actually taking risks at that point because in my mind I was like I'm just gonna freaking lose this money I never win anything so whatever so uh, when we after we played blackjack and stuff we went to the machines I just kept betting the max bet, like, every time. And that's all I kept doing. And, like, that paid off more because it was the max bet. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it was just, like, oh, I'm leaving with nothing anyways. I might as well just bet this, whatever. Like, it was kind of, like, I had to get in that right mindset to be able to bet more so then I could win more. Because usually what I do is I just make it last. Like, I'll bet, like... A little over the minimum, but that doesn't win me anything usually. So yeah, last time when uh, Ox and I were in Vegas, our last day, we were like let's go to the table really quick and we'll just do like a little bit of betting at the beginning of the day. And uh, like four hands later, I was out of money, so that was fun. <laughs> that happens sometimes. That's very frustrating. Yeah. Like you want it to at least last a little while, even if you end up losing it. <laughs> yeah, we had ordered a drink, and the drink hadn't even got there yet. 
Yeah. Those are the bummer. The bummer times of gambling. But his hot streak's crazy. So do you guys remember how much money they start with? Uh, twenty no, uh, was it twenty two hundred or? Woodrow. What was that? Did he bark? Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. So twenty nine hundred is what they have total, because um, Bill has eighteen hundred and Charlie has eleven hundred, and they take that twenty nine hundred and they leave with eighty eighty two thousand dollars. But they do an even split. Yeah, he, Bill tells him. Um, you know, because Charlie's like, okay, so I have 11, you have eight, 18, so this is, so you take this much, I'll take this much. And Bill's like, no, we're partners, we're even. Okay. Yeah, he tells them when they're on the bus driving there. I am gambling. He's on the table. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene, too. Um, but talking about also momentum and stuff like that, too. Like, when the lady comes and bets a dollar, I will say, like, it's more. It's not me believing it, but it's more like I don't want people to get mad at me. Is the whole "don't say seven at a craps table"? <laughs> yeah, I definitely won't do that. I was gonna more, ask. It's, yeah, it's more about just not wanting to frustrate anybody more than me thinking that actually matters. What's the payout on the seven? If you bet on that, um, it's just uh, two to one. Two to one is that? So she no, bet a dollar, so she won two dollars. She she wins a dollar. What is that? You one to one? What one to one? Yeah. Whatever. One hundred percent of what you bet. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's all I got on that one, Jacob. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about it? About that? No. I have my third thing. You want my third thing? Hold on. What's Kristen's third thing? I don't have a third thing. I just had oh. the chemistry between George Seagal and Ellie Gold, and then gambling. That's all I had. Wow. I Didn't couldn't even... think of a. Th- I couldn't think of Here, a third I'll give thing. You, I'll give you a third thing because I thought we could talk about it, even though it's not one of my three things. Is uh, just um, this movie really feels like the seventies because it doesn't. There's not a big budget. It's not a creating a stage or anything like. You have the the meeting cereal in this little apartment and the boxes and the beer cans and the when he goes to the back room poker game and there's that nfl lampshade thing like that was such a 70s thing (laughs) and then his office is carpeted and has like a stained glass type window in it Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah i liked all the sign like the signage and stuff like that uh Mm -hmm. was was very cool um and I really liked the vehicles that were shown. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "All right, I can, I can vibe with this," you know, type. type and you deal. knew we were in the seventies at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I for a moment I said, "This is two thousand and one. When is when is nine eleven?" And I had to center myself. Oh yeah, this is pre nine eleven. Yeah, like, pre nine eleven. Okay. So this is why they can. They feel good about betting. Is that's fine with it, you know. <laughs> that's funny. That's all I got about the seventies, though. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much about it. Their hairstyles were cool. Um, the third thing I wanted to talk about was the, um, the relationship with the roommates. That was my third thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
There you go, Jacob. What did you want to say? No, it's all, uh, Barbara and Susan, you know, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. their characters. Uh, you know, Barbara was always kind of like wigged out, you know. Yeah. And Susan She'd been just, doing whatever for a long time, you know, whatever. Exactly. Doing, so. Whatever she was doing for however much money. Um, mm-hmm. And Susan just wanted love. Yeah. Did he really love me this time? Yeah, he loved you, babe. You know. Uh, I don't know. I just really like really, really enjoyed their characters, uh, and I thought I thought it was interesting how they how they were connected with with the main uh, Elliot Gold with and, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was just uh, interesting, and then the whole scene where do you want to make love? You know, and then Barbara walks in when they're using her bed, mm-hmm. and he runs out. You know, yeah. that whole scene is just it's a little heartbreaking, but at the same time, it's I don't know. Yeah. He he can't yeah. get past whatever. Certain things, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he he sees the negative when she walks in, you know, and he and the mm-hmm. the mirage that is built in his mind breaks or whatever it is, you know. Mhm. You know. Yeah, it's a sh- it's sad. And then the way the way she comforts the way Barbara comforts Susan too, and Susan, you could tell Susan just wanting to break down, and yeah, but yeah, it's, it's got to be a tough life. She just wants she wants value and love, and you know, and she yeah, uh, it's hard, but I just love those characters, and uh, I was really glad they were in this movie, and it wasn't just two guys gambling the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. which I felt that's like easily could have happened. So if you ever watch Mississippi Grind, they try to have some characters like that in the movie too, but they don't explore them to the same depth. And I think that's a big thing that's missing from Mississippi Grind. Yeah. Yeah, and I could have even done with more depth of, of those characters, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed them. How how did you how did you feel about it, Kristen? I honestly was kind of really confused at first, like, what their relationship was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I finally got it (laughs) of what was happening. But I don't know. It was really sad because, of course, she wants, like, she wants that validation and everything. And she kind of thought that um, Bill was going to be the one to love her. But I feel like she's just trying to find love wherever she can. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know that she ever really cared about Bill. Because she comes home heartbroken that first time when Bill meets her and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. She just Definitely. wants it any anywhere, anyway. She doesn't care who it is. It just she just wants love. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost beautiful in a sense. At the same time, where it's sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. Um, what did you guys think about the Helen thing? I thought it uh, there was still moments of like this transphobicness, of course, but I thought the way they handled it seemed very forward thinking too. I literally thought this. I was like, this is the seventies, and they're not making a bunch of jokes. You know, mm-hmm. they did throw yeah. the f word around all that way earlier. You know, um, mm-hmm. which I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, I uh, I I had appreciated um, that they weren't super like, oh like over the top. They weren't super mm-hmm. like 
hateful. They made a couple comments afterwards, but it didn't seem like that any of it really bothered them. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah, it wasn't super hostile. Yeah. And you felt sympathy for Helen, I think. Yeah, you did. I uh, was very interested in what Helen was interested in doing. I was like, what is what is her plan? Did she, she pay just for something? To, she just wanted to feel comfortable going out as a woman and yeah. having some company with her let her do that. Yeah, because she tries to kiss her at first and she's like... Yeah, she's yeah. like, no. Yeah. It's interesting. What about you, Kristen? It's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of underlayers to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was, I get like what, because like Helen was, you know, just wanting. I feel, I feel like she kind of just wanted to have someone accept her, which of course mm-hmm. she's paying someone to do it and stuff. And I don't know. I felt like it was done, like not res- like res- super respectfully, but it's kind of like. Like, Charlie was kind of still trying to be respectful, but also mm-hmm. be Charlie at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? But, like, they didn't make it a degrading thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think for, like, if that same scene happened in a movie today, it would be like, ugh. But yeah. for the 70s, I think it was a lot more forward thinking than I would have expected it to be if somebody would have told me there was this scene in the movie i'd be like oh great mm-hmm. it never goes to that low i don't think the more i'm thinking about this movie the sadder i'm getting like it's this is a sad movie yeah yeah it's a little heartbreaking okay well that's it right (laughs) 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 there goes our heart streak <laughs> uh, the last thing I'll say is um, when Charlie puts on that pink flower robe, I was like, man, I, I want a pink flower robe. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> See, and I can't think and, of that. And I love when he's like in his room by himself and he's like, sleepy, dopey dog. Like he's trying to figure it out. Yeah, he's trying to figure out what they are. <laughs> yeah, I was, oh, uh, and one... another f- funny line I really liked was when they're cheering on Egyptian femme and then Bill's like, come on, Valdez. And he's like, wait, who's Valdez? Who's Valdez? And he's like, Chalky. Mr. Chalky. He's like, oh, come on, Valdez. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I like. I also oh. like when when he's on the bus uh, going to the dog race and they're like trying to switch mm-hmm. seats. Like it's bad luck to switch seats, you know, and yeah. they have to do the whole thing. The merry-go-round. Yes, yeah. Um, The... We talked about the seven dwarfs thing, but I also like it when Bill's like, okay, here comes seven like a Gatling gun. And he's like, sleepy, grumpy, duck, sleepy, grumpy. He can't think of it. <laughs> I can't think of it. He's like, that's four. No, that's three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's like, I don't even have four. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, this is a good movie, though. Uh, all right, we're ready for final thoughts? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, I guess you can go first, Alex, since it's your movie. Okay. Um, I gave this movie four and a half stars on the on Letterboxd. 
Um, for this review, I just put $20 says he can't name the seven dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> but when I watched this movie the first time, I put a lot of my, my thoughts on it. And um, I wrote, this does truly capture both the hope and sorrow that gambling can bring. And you can't help but get swept up in, in each wager. The friendship between the main characters is very captivating. And um, Elliot Gould has a magnificent performance. Um, I put there's a couple moments that kind of drag in the middle when Elliot Gold's away. Uh, you're missing that energy from mm-hmm. him. Um, this time watching it, though, I thought it, it, you need that. I kind of felt like. Um, and I, re- I wrote um, the ending kind of came off a little uh, flat footed. I felt like the um, alternate ending would have explained things a little better. Um, this time, like knowing what the ending was, I think it was fine. But the first time watching it, that's how I felt. So I bet a lot of people's first time watching it they probably feel the same way so that's mine um well i just reviewed it because <laughs> i <laughs> forgot that i was supposed to do that um so i gave it three stars it's a good movie i liked it i enjoyed it um i didn't look at my phone once well i did just to find out who was in it, but that was it. Um, but I gave it three stars, and then my review of it, I just put the there was no special feeling, and mm-hmm. then I wish they had kept the alternate ending. So very similar, but um, yeah, I just I don't know why I like that ending. Like the I like the line that he says where there was no special feeling, and then it's just kind of left like yeah. You know, but I do wish they had went with the alternate ending. Like, that one just kind of, I think it sticks the landing a little better. Yeah, like, yeah. I wish I had caught this alternate ending. I don't know how I missed that. Um, I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, I wrote down, overall, really solid movie. Really enjoyed the cast, and the overall last crap scene is so fun. Um, I wish we had a little more from that final poker game i wanted to see how much money that walrus lost you know what i mean <laughs> um, and then i wrote I, I did the quote they give us mo- they give us real money for this uh, oh yeah that's a which, good one too which i really liked so <laughs> awesome so that's it for california split and the next pick goes to jacob Ooh la la gambling um so i had a interesting decision to make with this one, I had like four or five movies running through my mind as I was trying to figure this out. So first thing I did was I googled gambling movies, read that Vulture article, noticed, mm-hmm. hey, California Split, numero uno. I said, okay, great. I got to follow the number one fucking gambling movie. Great. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> uh, so I uh, was like, all right, so I got to go to the classic. I don't think this is the best movie that features gambling. According to <laughs> Vulture Magazine, it is, okay? You need to read. I do think it is the best gambling movie, if yeah. that makes sense, if you can yeah. tell the difference. I think it makes sense. Your, your uh, inflection tells the whole story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, the article, uh, so everything I researched after that said that Casino, you know, is the best movie. And I said, three hours long. I ain't watching that. So uh, we're not choosing that movie. Um, I like that movie. I was very it close long, to choosing it. Uh, and then I said, maybe I'll just choose my favorite gambling movie, which based on the perusal of the list of gambling movies throughout 
um, would probably be Ocean's Eleven just because I really enjoy that and I like the heist, you know, yeah. the whole dynamic. But I don't think it has enough to do with gambling. Uh, and so I said, what should I do that's a little bit different than that? And I immediately thought I should go with The House. Oh, okay. Will Ferrell. The Will Ferrell one? <laughs> yeah. Jason Manzoukas. You know, oh I thought that gosh. movie was so fucking stupid. I can't choose that movie. Yeah, that is a pretty uh. dumb movie. <laughs> so I did not choose that movie. So are you ready for my movie I'm choice? going on a roller coaster right yes, here. Yes, what's are your freaking you, you movie? I told yeah. you, I had like 18 movies to choose from. So um, <laughs> this is how it went, and you guys had to deal with it. I'm sorry. No, uh, I liked it. Uh, that's how it goes. Okay, um, so the movie that I am choosing, let me make sure I get the title right because I want to make sure we... I'll find it correctly here. Uh, Molly's Game. Molly's Game. Ooh. Have you ever seen it? No, I have not seen it, but I read a bunch of stuff about it. It seems really good and intriguing. Okay, let, so. me, let me say something really fast. Uh, okay. Not about the movie, but I was thinking earlier today, I was like, man, I wish I could pick another one. I really want to watch Molly's Game again. Oh, right. so, <laughs> oh hey. So you've seen it already? Yeah, I really okay. like it. But yeah, that seemed very interesting to me based on everything I was reading and stuff. So Yeah. <clears throat> Awesome. Cool. So that'll be our next one. Cool. All right. Well, that does it for us. Um, Thank you guys for listening. As always, you can rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, everywhere and anywhere pretty much you can get podcasts. Stitcher. Stitcher. The old Stitcher. (laughs) Um, You can also follow us on Twitter at I'll Take Three Podcast. And I am on Twitter, Alex, at Alex Expressed. Follow me on all social medias, at Mr. Jake Duke. And mine is, I am Kristen One. At I am Kristen One. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) I don't do anything on my Twitter, so. (laughs) (laughs) Tag Kristen um, in all your Twitter (laughs) posts. (laughs) I think if there's one takeaway from this movie it's don't throw oranges on an escalator (laughs) you can't throw oranges on an escalator (laughs) all right thanks for listening bye bye through the pines other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in peaceful dreams I see the road leads back to you Georgia, Georgia no peace I find Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind Alright, that was good. <laughs>